you for listening to the Healthy Project Podcast with your host, Corey Dion Lewis, primary care health coach and health education specialist. You will learn from health professionals from all over the world on how to plan and take action to improve your health and live with purpose on purpose. Like to work one-on-one with Corey to achieve your goals? Go to healthcoachlou.com or email Corey at Corey at healthcoachlou.com. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Healthy Project Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Dion Lewis. I have a great guest in, in the building today. I have Dr. Achute, Akut, Akut, sorry. <laughs> I knew I'm going to mess that up. Dr. Is it Akut? Achute. Dr. Achute. Sorry, we have Dr. Achute in, in the building. Thank you so much for being on today. I appreciate it. So, hey, everybody. What are you doing? I think uh, um, the Corey, what you are doing is wonderful. And let's uh, dive deeply and uh, we can figure out how we can help each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, let, let's start with kind of, you know, your, your background and, and, and what you're doing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so let me start uh, from beginning. And uh, this is kind of uh, going to remind me my journey. So uh, when I finished my PhD, that was actually not finishing, but it's actually entering in a, in a world where I'm, I was going to understand more about myself, more about the disease called cancer. So as I, uh, you know, I joined a National Cancer Institute at NIH, Bethesda, so I understand how, how the system work, more advanced training in cancer and how, how one person can behave. In, and I actually worked through animal models, uh, starting with the gastric cancer. Later on, I had a training in Henry Ford Hospital, Detroit. Then I moved to Georgia, focusing more on brain tumor models. And during my journey, I realized that, uh, you know, the treatment, of course, is actually helping patient, but there is a gap in the community that scientists should do much more, uh, you know, better role that is uh, talking to community by itself because um, because the treatment itself cannot do much. So uh, community needs to know what's going on in the science, what is cancer. So education play a major role because it's all about how we change our lifestyle to actually prevent the cancer at the first place. So, and later on, I started an initiative called Aware Onk. It's like uh, educating, especially the younger kid. And what is cancer? What are the risk factors? What are the preventive and healing factors? How we can take care of ourselves uh, every day by choosing, by making the right choices, by health behavior change. And that's what my, this new initiative called Aware Onk. And uh, I started a, you know, talking to people, networking. I started a website. I'm writing a blog. I think blog is one of the major way of going and communicating with the community because a lot of scientific studies, they are there, but uh, only, you know, they are in the scientific language uh, and a lot right. of people they don't understand. So we have to communicate with the community every day. And this is what I'm doing right now. And I'm very passionate about it. Yeah, I, I think you're correct there. Like, Cancer is is a, a very important topic, and not only you know speaking to the community, but like you said, how you're trying to speak to that younger generation, 
they're not going to go read the most up-to-date research article on said cancer. So it's, it's important to kind of let people understand more, you know, and, and to help them. So, you know, I, I read something on your website and you, you talked about, you know, cancer is one of the most significant examples of, of human ignorance driven by urbanization. Uh, can you speak more on this and kind of what, what, you know, what does that, what does that mean to you? So this has a very deep meaning because as we are moving forward um, in a more industry-driven world, more technology-driven world, so we are losing, uh, you know, the understanding of the fundamentals of life. Mm. So the, what what fundamental of life is like how to drink, what what to drink, what to eat, when to eat, and why we should eat actually. So those are the fundamental questions. And because we are so busy in this world, we have no time for these things. So we should really work on the fundamentals and uh, we should know what we are eating before eating. We should check it because right now what we do, we just go to grocery store, pick something what we like and we just eat it. We don't care about it. And there's also kind of uh, understanding that there's a wonder drug that can help in future. So there's no wonder drug. Actually, the wonder drug is actually when you go outside, connect yourself with the environment, have a good relationship in family and have a good relationship in the outside with your neighbor, have better social health. So that is actually the medicine, you know, and those all things are free. And we don't realize that. And uh, once the disease hit us and we we just think that it's going to work, but I mean, Doctors, scientists, they don't have so much in their toolbox. So they are going to use whatever they have. But so that's why I started this, uh, you know, Aware Onk initiative so that we can you know, teach, especially kids, because the cancer starts from very beginning it, and it takes years and years. And the time when it shows up, it's already, you know, uh, very late. It's like advanced stage. Uh, normally we say it's a stage four. And then I said, you know, we don't have many things in the toolbox. So that's what I think, uh, you know, education is very important right now. And there's a gap and, and ed- education should be very targeted. You know, of course, we, we need education at all the levels and we can talk more about it. But uh, what I'm thinking, while kids are growing, especially uh, when, uh, you know, uh, they are at, you know, high school, even even before they should know what to eat because they are smart. They just need a guidance. They need education, so they will follow it. And even I can think about my daughter. She's in third grade, nine year old, and when I talk about it, and she totally get it and she follow it. Mm. So it's like how the atmosphere of the family. If at least one person in the family, father, mother, anybody can you know uh, just talk about it at least, and then things will start. I think that will bring uh, like a drastic change in family, and that will lead to uh, better health in community. Right, like you know, it's you, you said a few things there. I want to touch on a few things. I think they're very important. It's always starting with the basics, and, and it's, it's it almost seems so elementary when, when we say it because it seems so easy to start with the basics. Because if you think about it, when when things get too tough, or if you're having a hard time with changing behavior, with weight loss, or um, making lifestyle changes, what are some of the, some of the main things people do? Is take a step back, which pretty much means start with the basics. Take a step back, 
start small, do little things um, to get where you need to go, you know, and, and with children, you know, especially, you know, when we're, when we're looking at, we're talking about preventative care, right. Or preventative lifestyles or, you know, healthier lifestyle, cancer never comes up. Like it's always, you know, you need to be healthy for, to keep a healthy weight and, you know, cardiovascular, cardiovascular diseases come up a lot. You know what I mean? Like things like that. But the thought of prevent prevention to help reduce your chances of, you know, some cancers never really comes up at, at a young, at a young age. Um, and do, do you think it's because most, you know, professionals or educators just don't think young kids can really grasp what that means to them? I think, yes, there's definitely that kind of thinking there. But let me tell you, cancer is not an old age disease anymore. And we see cancer in childhood. We see cancer in young adults, mm-hmm. of course, aging population. And let me tell you uh, the big picture of cancer. So uh, in U.S., China and India, I, I would just give example of these three countries and we should see how how much is the old population or aging population and how much like the difference in the like younger population. So what I see when I see the data, I see India has like almost 55 to 60 percent younger population, which is like, I think, uh, less than 40 or 30 year old. China is I think mostly aging population and the younger generation is like around 20 percent. Mm. U.S. in somewhere in the middle. So we will see cancer incidence at much more larger rate in future. So the American Cancer of Society actually predicted that by year 2020, 2040, actually, the, there will be like 65% increase in the cancer incidence. So it's going to go higher and higher every year. That's, that's why I think educating younger generation is important. Plus, when we see cancer in uh, like a very young age, that I think right now I'm uh, doing much more research on it and reading much more article. What I see, the the mom who's going to give a birth, actually that determines how uh, the kid's life is going to be. And when the, uh, you know, the, the whole time, you know, whole trimester, like, you know, how she has taken care of herself, how was the social life around her while she's pregnant? And even before, how was the you know, womb's health before she got pregnant? So how was her younger age? How was her emotional so stage all those times? So everything is connected to the mother's health. And even after the kid is born, whether she's feeding uh, you know, the breast milk or she's using the formula from the market. And the science says that know, the, the kids who are actually at least, you know, having a mother's breast milk for, you know, one year, two year of age, they are much more healthier in later life. And even the mother, the cancer incident, like cervical cancer, breast cancer in the mother, that is actually a much more less compared to the mother's who actually they use the baby formula from the market. So those kind of things actually cancer, the marks of the cancer, signatures of the cancer, they start very early from very beginning. And uh, actually we need to educate all that thing to the community. See, of course, you know, uh, you know it's busy life, but always, uh, you know, um, uh, take care of kids. 
while you know the, the, you are nurturing with the actually the natural way which is a breastfeeding and i i actually always write a blog about it i think you can find on the, my website i talk about it and those things are not communicated very well in society and that's where our role is and i i think what you are doing the coaching is very important because the community need actually encouragement motivation and one to one communication because otherwise i see uh, some communities they have much more uh, cancer incidents i see african american population they are not doing good of course there is a socio economic uh, uh, you know the correlation the education i think if you focus more on that and i have touched that thing in my blogs as well how we can help vulnerable populations they need to be educated especially in us there's a huge health especially cancer disparity you know we need to fill that gap and you are doing that part i think i'm doing that part and we need more people to stand up and uh, whatever you know background they have they should realize that health is the primary thing right now and that we learned it during the pandemic that health is the primary thing absolutely you know? yeah. absolutely why why do you think that there is such a um or do you think that's a better question do you think there is a gap between the healthcare professional uh, and the community when it's concerning, you know, cancer awareness? I think mostly uh, I see how the, I mean, I have been in U.S. like 12 years almost now, and I am learning every day, and I have seen how this cancer field has grown. So initially, I think there was a time when uh, we were just talking about a lot of treatments, but we see that most of the treatments, they only work for a subgroup of the patients, not all the patients, is still, uh, but after the immune therapy was, you know, uh, came to the picture. And since last five years, I see a lot of uh, drugs are getting approved from the FDA. So, and, and there's also data showing the, the death rates are going down. But what we are not uh, educating community is that lifestyle should be the primary factor. See, cancer is like a complex thing and it doesn't it cannot be solved by the one drug. The reason I'm saying it because when I learned cancer, there's so many pathways, you know, multiple pathways, multiple molecules, multiple. I mean, we have 30, around 30,000 genes and a lot of genes are activated. Some of them are suppressed, some of them are going up. So we cannot treat all those molecules with the one drug. So what, what, what is the way we have now? We can change the lifestyle. And I always actually advocate about yoga. The reason behind yoga is, you know, it's an Asian technique. And I think recently the prime minister of India, he started advocating yoga. So now we have an international yoga day, right? So we should learn from the ancient techniques. And the, the best thing with the yoga is that it can actually neutralize a lot of things. So cancer starts with the inflammation. And it can be triggered by any risk factor, whether you are smoking or eating any packaged food that has a sodium benzoate or any other you know, preservative. So anything starts with the inflammation and that leads to chronic inflammation and then, uh, then DNA damage changes, mutations in the gene. And then later on, uh, after a few years, it so shows up as advanced cancer. So we don't have very good technologies to detect we call it early detection. And since this year, I have seen there's a narrative is more moving towards, you know, the early detection. 
So from treatment, now we are going to early detection. And I think we will go more on the education maybe in next 10 years. But that's the, the, the thing I'm envisioning right now, if we start the education right away, find out the, what are the practices, collaborate with the alternative medicine, complementary therapies. And there are good clinical trials showing if you use alternative treatments, there's a much more chances of, you know, um, patients have, you know, better quality of life at the, you know, after treatment, during the treatment, and, you know, during rehabilitations, you know, they can have a better quality of life. And by talking about that, if we use those techniques from very early, from younger generations stage, and from the mother, especially I think for, for the pregnant mother, it's very important to follow yoga practices because uh, that is a very sensitive time. And she follow yoga, she follow better social life and her emotional health has been taken care of by the family. Then she is going to give birth of a healthy child. And after birth, if she's having uh, breastfeeding regularly, I'm not saying go for two years, at least, you know, uh, one year that will actually reset the healthy genes from that time that will develop better immunity and of course you know uh, as you might also know the sleeping that also has a better chance of getting better immune system so that's why i also advocate proper sleeping you know sleeping is very important those things are free so just get connected to the uh, you know environment sleep better eat healthy those are very fundamental things we should focus on and of course education plays a major role here anywhere you go education is the primary thing right so so what you're saying is there are, are a lot of preventative strategies that we can we should be incorporating into our life early on to to help our chances down down the road of getting cancer so like yoga and and things like that exactly exactly that's the point and see what i preach i also practice it so uh since last two years i have been involved in the yoga groups you know every sunday tuesday thursday that's like early morning I do yoga okay. and I'm right. That's why I started uh, talking more about yoga because I see a huge benefit. So those things are never, you know, at the upfront. And my role is to bring those things at upfront. Right now, uh, I'm actually editing one of the book that mainly talk about yoga. And I'm, I think uh, I'm going to be consultant in that book, Yoga and Cancer. So I'm actually getting, uh, you know, trying to push that yoga thing as far as I can through my blogs, through my networking. And that thing has a, I think it's, it's, it's like a lot of things you can do by yourself. You don't have to go anywhere. You may right. need some motivation. You can get motivation from your friend. It's, it's just a video. You just need a mindset, you know. You can do it. You can handle your health. You just need to realize that there's a no wonder drug. We don't have so many things in our toolbox. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. On your website, you kind of you talked about, which I thought was very interesting. You talked about um, altered, an altered lifestyle. Can you explain that? What is an altered lifestyle? Altered lifestyle means, uh, you know, there's a, I, I think that the, the, there's a natural way of living the life and there's an altered lifestyle means we are busy. You know, we, we mm -hmm. keep our health at the back bench. And we always say we are busy, you know, but what I'm doing right now, I'm involved in so many things 
Monday to Friday, I, I do my regular work. I'm associated with the Winship Cancer Center. I focus on uh, you know, preclinical modeling, treatment, CT scan, you know, advancing the shared resource. But you know, Saturday, what I'm doing is you know, connecting with the community so that I can teach them. I have a next door groups, I have a cancer warrior group, I have a healthy family group. So the ultra lifestyle means if we follow, if we realize that at, at the first step, what we are doing wrong in our life, right? So those kind of knowledge we can only pass when we talk to each other, we are socially involved and motivate other person. You know, motivate other person means it could be your family, your friend or anybody in the community. So that's, I feel my responsibility, not only restricted to the lab, but at the community. So that, that's a gap. And I'm trying to uh, fill that gap by educating them what could be the best thing to live, what could be the best thing to eat. So rather than uh, you know eating cake during the birthdays, because that's sugar. And we know that sugar is the number one cause of cancer because cancer cells, they thrive on sugar. So I need to educate them, okay, you can, you can actually replace it with the fruit, make a fruit cake. So something like that, they can incorporate. So whatever the altered lifestyle they have, they can manage with some alternative things. Fruit is the best example. And let me tell you that, you know, before pandemic hits, I was eating two fruits every day. Now I'm on four fruits. Mm. I only eat one meal every day. So what does it mean? So what, right now, what guidelines say you should eat this much calorie, but you know, and all the packages out, if you go grocery store, they say 100 calorie, 120 calorie, but we don't see that. What are the chemicals in that? There's a lot of sodium based you know, chemicals there. We don't, we ignore that because the, the calorie part is written very, you know, bold way. It's like bigger, we see calorie we are eating. So that, that thing has to be changed. And that's why I say it's an alternate lifestyle because we are not educated. We need to, actually, we are at the position we should revise our guidelines. And you won't believe it. I mean, I was, you know, feeling really bad. This year's USDA guideline, sugar was not considered as, a, you know, uh, any risk factor. So they promoted. Really? So sugar is the number one cause of cancer, let me tell you, because cancer cells thrive on it. Tobacco is the another thing that makes our lifestyle altered. So everybody I see is smoking. Now there's a new trend called e-cigarette, vaping. So those are basically more addictive lifestyles. And uh, even the high school, middle school, elementary school kids, they are more, you know, they see that that looks so cool what the other person is doing it. You know, even I, my daughter, she found some, uh, some uh, like a small device in some bushes and she said, oh, we were playing hide and seek. This is what I found. Somebody might be using it. So those things are, you know, much more lucrative and kids, they get to attached and they, they actually later on, they get addicted and they, that's for lifetime if it is an addiction. So that is what uh, the altered lifestyle meaning. And we should change that with the healthy things and using the healthy behavior. Right. Ab absolutely. You know, when, when I think about the, the, the calories and, and things like that. It's pretty common when someone's trying to lose weight to track calories and think of it that way. But when you're just living for health and you're eating, if what I'm eating for my health and wellness, 
I don't care how many calories an, an apple or an orange has in it. I know it's right. good for me. <laughs> you know, it's it's good for my body. It's it's healthy. I know it has. When I'm eating a salad or a, a spinach salad, I, I don't. I'm not checking to see well, how, how many calories is this. For one, exactly. you can eat. There's not a there's not enough spinach you can eat. You there's, there's hardly any calories in it. Yeah. But you, I don't care because you're eating for your health. You know it's good for your body. Right. You know, and I think that's that is the difference. And I think that's where where you're where you're getting at. And, and what I what I like is that we got us we got to start eating for our health. Like there are there are things we need to eat for our health. There are things that are not great for our health. When we when we add you know the the social aspect and and we add our community on top of eating for ourselves to to be healthy and eating more fruits and vegetables and things that are good for our body, all of that together um, right. creates kind of like a, like a force field for, for our, for our bodies. Exactly. So this is, this is what we call holistic health. Yeah. Not one component is important. Everything is important and everything in an optimal way, you know, anything which is, you know, more than optimal, it's going to disturb your system. So let me tell you one thing. So, so the altered lifestyle, so if you are not eating the proper food, you know, which is healthy, and I myself personally, I, I, you know, educate people more about fruits, more about, you know, vegetarian diet, even a vegan diet, because our body is not actually the way we are living. It's not that smart to handle, you know, complex food like non-vegetarian food, like red meat. So that stays in our body for longer, longer time. And if it is anything stays in a longer time, that creates the inflammatory environment. So the best thing is fruit, vegetable, eat it, it gets digested, whatever nutrients is in the body, and you are ready for the next you know, meal. So something like that. So we are very, our body is very simple uh, way of living, and we, we are trying to create a lot of inflammatory environment. See, all those packaged food, anything, I, I would say anything in grocery store, if it is related to eating, 99% is garbage. Tell, let me tell you. We are not anything we are eating in restaurant. We don't know what kind of oil they are using, what how that was preserved. So that's why I also educate, you know, home cooking. Cook at home. If you cannot make it, make it for like a, at least two, three days. But cook fresh. Find out what you're cooking. Very simple food, which is easy to digest. That doesn't stay in your body for longer time and creates the inflammation because inflammation is the major cause of cancer. Cancer starts with inflammation. Right, yeah. absolutely. Um, you know, what are some of the the major or some of the top questions you get from people about about cancer? So, first of all, when I communicate, they the first thing they talk about is the drug. They say, "Oh, how 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 is you are doing in the drug?" I say, "We are doing." pretty bad we are doing better than before but that's not the only way and uh, the lifestyle is the main thing and i think 99% people they have addiction to sugar they talk about how i can cut down they have addiction to uh, non vegetarian diet that's why because they don't know how to cook simple food i think they should, the one way of moving forward would be you know, uh, there, there should be uh, more classes, free classes, how to cook. People don't know how to cook because they think it's going to, you know, pizza 
just grab it pizza just go buy any packaged food and heat it in the microwave that's quick so that mindset needs to be changed and a lot of people ask me what to eat so i always talk about indian way of eating use you know proper spices because those are anti inflammatory that's why they were incorporated from very beginning you know the indian culture is really old you know and we have a way of living which is 5000 year old so we follow that yoga came very early you know so i talk about how to take care of uh, you know yourself using yoga stop is just start with a smart like a smaller goal if and early starting early is very important if you are waking up around you know 7 o'clock maybe make it 6:30 and that 30 minute you can you know devote for yourself self education self awareness what you are doing what you are going to do whole day what you are going to eat so that self awareness i think which is missing right now and i educate them that plus what i think is that our body is made up of you know so many molecules right and organs so we itself we are disconnected so that's why meditation yoga plays a major role so give yourself a time communicate with yourself first how your organ is doing that's why we call it you know a self awareness you know uh, uh, we we just kind of think about organ you know head to toe what it is doing like image a lot of imagination how the organs are doing so that is part of meditation you know just leaving the whole world aside think about yourself and self awareness is the one thing that we should do because if we are connected within ourselves our body has a self healing property right so we don't need anything that you know from outside because that is considered external foreign molecule our immune system works better when when we are connected with you know inside so mm. we sleep better we eat better and we we have a social life we have a spiritual life i think the one thing moving forward is the spiritual life if you have more self awareness you know how you are doing yourself and that is the major cause of lot lot of social disconnection and uh, you know i would say mental disorders going on because people are alone they they, they don't know how to handle themselves that's why social life is very important and is being spiritual is going to be one of the trap priority for the future i think if people can become spiritual they can really become healthy for themselves yeah and and i i i saw on your your website you ha- you have a segment on there about spiritual health and right. i think i think that's so important is i think and i if i'm correct i don't know if you've read the 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 blue zones project that that book mm-hmm. but i want to say in there that you know spirituality was one of the was one of those uh blue zones uh or not one of the blue zones but one of the key things that were people were being healthy with are you know, being right. able to live a lot longer because of that um i thought that was super super interesting that you had that in, on your website yeah 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 so definitely so, uh, so i mean see let me tell you go back you know when the you know usa was born you know the the, the first 13 colonies were made so this was made on the spirituality like puritans and uh, so those people they came just to uh, practice their religion right so i'm not going much more religion but as, at least become a spiritual which spirituality doesn't mean religious it means just uh, become yourself self aware you know see yourself in context to world around you see right. yourself in context to universe what is your role what is your role in your community uh, why you are important for the community 
So that kind of understanding is actually spirituality. I mean, if you are religious, that's wonderful. But spirituality actually connects everything. It connects yourself to you. It connects community within you. It connects, it, it gives you more understanding about your existence. So that is spirituality. And if you know all that, you will itself choose the right thing. If you, if you adopt the spirituality, you will definitely find a way to help community. So that is what I'm practicing. And I, I'm going to more advocate those things for the younger generation because there's no uh, wonder drug, let me tell you. Right, right, right. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Um, I really appreciate the conversation, the uh, the information that that you gave, and um, I, I I know people are gonna get a lot of value from this. You know, if um, if people wanted to get a hold of you and learn more about um, your organization, more about you, where where can they where can they meet you, see you at on online? Sure. So I'm mostly uh, on the LinkedIn. So I can definitely share the LinkedIn information. And other than that, I'm on Nextdoor. And I, I created my website called Averonk. And uh, you can always send me email. And uh, it's called Averonk at gmail.com. So I'm always available. So let me tell you that, uh, uh, you know, if you connect, if, if you can just spread the information, much more people would be benefited. And uh, Corey, let me you know, congratulate you. What you are doing is really important right now. And uh, keep doing that and all the best. Awesome. Thank you so much. Again, thank you for being on. And everyone, thank you for listening to the Healthy Project Podcast. I'll holler at you next time. All right. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Love this episode of the Healthy Project Podcast? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Be sure to visit www.healthcoachlou.com to join the community newsletter, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content.